0: hallelujah river family pastor cory here sending my love all the way from west palm beach florida and uh greeting you i want to share the word with you a little bit and then we're going to pray something that's been stirring in my spirit um you know i'm teaching on the subject of divine healing in our river school of ministry here in west palm beach uh and um you know it's just something i've been really sharing about especially you know uh, in light of the pandemic situation that we're in now of course they're talking about a second wave guys I do have to be very very uh, uh, clear with you and obviously I do understand the situation in Turkey with the mandatory masks um, you know we have it here sort of not uh, so we can get away with a lot of things you know but I knew I understand that you know of course there's been the mandatory wearing of masks there in Turkey. Uh, these things are not very good. Uh, first of all, they don't really even uh, prevent uh, the spread of anything, especially a bandana or the other makeshift homemade stuff people are wearing. They're useless, and also they're preventing your oxygen flow. So I understand about these things, and I do have to tell you. I do, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I have to tell you these things, but it is a medical fact. Uh, so they're not helping you, and they're also uh, weakening your immune system, because it's it's preventing your oxygen flow. So I want you guys to understand that so we need to believe God for supernatural divine protection. And that's something that I've been sharing about here. I've been sharing about, you know, with people and of course, you know, with the times that we're living in approaching the end of the age. The last message that I sent to you guys was about developing your immunity, building up your immunity in your spirit, soul and body. The three battle fronts were the the battle for healing, the battle for health is going to be fought in these last days. And of course, you know, we are in the, in, the, um, in, the, in the beginning of sorrows leading up to the time of the tribulation. Do not believe anybody that tells you that we are now in the time of the tribulation. You know, uh, a couple days ago here, uh, the bell rang at my office at the church. I was the only one here. It was kind of like late evening as I was leaving and some other people were coming in for an evening event. So I was the only one here. So I actually went out to greet the person and it was a guy. I recognized him. I guess he had been in the church once or twice and he said, Happy birthday and I'm like, Well, it's not my birthday He said, Well the Lord told me to tell you Happy Birthday And I said, It's not my birthday. So immediately I knew at that moment the guy didn't know what he was talking about. He he was, you know, not of God or or missing the God and then he hands me this book. He says, The Lord told me to give this to you. Now that's happened to me a number of times over the years and it's usually somebody coming to trying to fix me, trying to teach me, trying to educate me with some kind of a book because they don't like what I preached or they think that I'm you know deceived or they think that i don't know the word of god or whatever it is so this guy gives me a book i was like thank you he left and i look at the back of the book and, I, and it's talking about the rapture deception how the church is going to go through the tribulation this is the biggest bunch of rubbish right now and people's end time theologies are being seriously exposed <laughs> You got to understand that, you know, we believe in the rapture of the church because we understand and we have a revelation of the goodness of God. You see, when you're in revival, you understand you have a revelation of the glory of God. You have a revelation of the amazing presence of God, the joy of the Lord. And I find that all these Christians that don't have a revelation of joy, have never been filled with joy. They don't understand the glory of God. You know, joy unspeakable and full of glory. They don't understand. They don't have a revelation of God's goodness and mercy. They don't understand these things. And they're legalistic. They're stuck in religion. And they're beating themselves up. They don't even have a revelation of the righteousness that they have in Christ. They think they're sinners. They beat themselves up. They live under condemnation. No wonder they actually believe they're going to go through the tribulation. So thank God for revival. I tell you, revival changes everything. It affects every area of your life, even touches your end-time theology. So all these people telling you or telling the church that we're now in the time of the tribulation or we're going to go through the tribulation... And we better you know fight off the mark of the beast yes we're dealing right now with the mask of the beast the mark of the beast forced vaccinations i mean it's being pushed it is being pushed there's no doubt about it but we're not there yet you know and we have a job to do and i believe god's going to turn things around because there is going to be a mighty outpouring of the spirit of god great awakening across the nations a global revival the final end time revival that's going to sweep the nations and then of course the end shall come uh, but we've you know the only thing as the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, as i've been telling you, is focused on preaching the Gospel of the kingdom, and then the end shall come because that's what Jesus said in matthew uh, twenty four fourteen and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in every nation as a witness, and then the end shall come. So what is this gospel of the kingdom? Well, one of the important things to understand, of course, the full gospel, the Gospel of the kingdom, involves supernatural divine healing, and supernatural divine protection, supernatural divine provision. Not just forgiveness of sins. Your sins are forgiven, but you remain a sinner. No, your nature has changed. You go from being a sinner to being becoming the righteousness of God in Christ. When you're born again, God puts a new spirit in you. Your spirit is saved instantly, but your soul is where the ma- major battle is going to be because your mind, will, and emotions, and of course, the physical attacks that we are dealing with viruses and biological weapons, and this thing is a biological weapon. I mean, it was it was manufactured in a laboratory, and it was funded by the globalists, and it's a part of their plan to push their uh, totalitarian, authoritarian uh, agenda, and, and the, the one world government of the Antichrist, that's what they're trying to push. But again, we're pushing back because we are the restraint, the Church of the Lord Uh, of Jesus Christ is the restraining force and we're still here and we are preaching the gospel we're still moving in power and remember Jesus said these signs shall follow them who believe on my name they will cast out devils I mean the number one sign of the believers anointing is casting out devils or resisting the demonic attack taking authority over demons in the name of Jesus Christ the name which is above every name so we are in that time and and unfortunately much of the church does not know how to deal with demons or doesn't even acknowledge the presence of demons you know it's always mental illness or it's this or that or it's some kind of hormone imbalance it's an emotional problem no we are dealing with demons or it's a virus no we are dealing with spirit of infirmity spirit of witchcraft we are dealing with the spirit of jezebel we are dealing with the spirit of antichrist we are dealing with many many spiritual things and for that reason we're gonna have to be very strong and the church has got to get back to casting out devils exercising power over devils and doing deliverance ministry and i i just feel in my spirit in this service there's going to be a lot of deliverance that's going to take place amen and i'm going to have pastor Gavil come and lay hands on people and anoint them with all whatever the lord leads them to do but i just know and i'm going to pray i mean some of you all going to get delivered when i pray but if you need hands laid on you pastor Gavil and you know and and our you know whoever he designates and and those that are there are gonna you know pastor hamdi are gonna do that but you know, we gotta, we got to understand, we have to, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, understand our authority, that we have been given the keys of the kingdom. Amen. And as we're preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and we have been given the keys of the kingdom, and we know that the kingdom of God is in us, and the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, and the kingdom of God comes in power. Hallelujah. And this gospel is a gospel of power. And any gospel without power is not a gospel. It's what I call a gas pill it's just it's just a it's nothing it's just tickling ears the gospel has to come with power and 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 we believe in the full gospel that includes healing healing for your physical body healing and deliverance for your soul from every demonic every foul thing every uh, uh, wicked thing every hurt pain guilt shame things that come from traumas things that come from you know addictions things that come from abuse whatever wherever there's hurt wherever there's you know broken hearts to be healed to be set free captives to be set free and delivered from bondages and addictions there is power there's the anointing and i want to talk to you about the two streams of healing and then we're going to pray the two streams of healing and then we're going to pray unfortunately people don't understand the two streams of healing you know Obviously, if you get into healing, there's a whole bunch of stuff we teach about all the hindrances to healing. You know, God gives sickness to teach people a lesson, which is total rubbish. Or, you know, this is just my thorn in the flesh, like Paul had a thorn in the flesh. No, that was persecution, not sickness or disease, you know. Or what about Job's, you know, um, uh, tribulation? Well, Job was only in a time of tribulation. And, and suffering for about nine months, and then the guy lived like hundreds of years, and whatever the, the enemy had stolen from him, the Lord gave him double for his trouble. I mean, so come on, there's restoration, and Job had to get a revelation of some things because he was listening to a bunch of people talking rubbish, and then at the end, he finally had to basically repent and come to a revelation of who God really is, and it was really his fear that opened the door. Bible, You know, Job says, you know, that which I have feared has come upon me. So it was fear that opened the door for the attack of the enemy, and that's why the enemy had had power and he and, and the enemy went satan went to god and said look I, you know i have access to his life and and god had no option but to give him access because the fear had opened the door to access in job's life job was afraid of losing the things that he had and then he ended up losing them and the enemy came and stole that from them so that's a summarization of the book of job and there's other things of course we can deal with is it the will of god yes it is the will of god to heal all Amen, and because you know it's, it's God's goodness, how God anointed Nazar- uh, Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all those oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. All right, Acts chapter 10, 38. So what was the good he was doing? Healing. Healing who? Those that were oppressed of the devil. So sickness, disease is an oppression of the devil, and for this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Right, but we have to understand the two streams, of the anointing we have to understand the two streams of the anointing amen um and the two uh, two streams of healing um and it's very important that the first stream is the stream of prayer which is really the prayer of faith as it says in james chapter 5 you know verse 14 is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord you can see power and authority in the name of Jesus for healing amen and and verse 15 says and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he committed any sins they shall be forgiven him confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much so the prayer of faith shall save the sick anointing with oil You can see that's one stream is the anointing, the stream of anointing, and the other is the stream of prayer, especially the prayer of faith. Amen. And we find that in Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, she had this issue of blood of 12 years, and she came in behind the press, in the crowd, behind Jesus, and for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. So you can see that's the prayer of faith. That actually is prayer. The moment I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole, I shall be healed. That is the prayer of faith because prayer of faith is very specific. Prayer of faith is a prayer of declaration, proclamation, amen, hallelujah, calling those things which be not as though they were. And it is very specific. So you have to pray the prayer of faith and it's very specific. You can't pray general prayers. You can't just take a you know a rifle and just randomly shoot up in the air and hope to hit a duck, okay? You have to aim and then pull the trigger. You have to have your target and faith requires a target and usually you can only focus your faith on one thing at a time especially when it comes to big things obviously the just shall live by faith we need faith every day to live for the basic things of life but when it comes to to big things that you have to take on and and challenges and to overcome you can only focus your faith on one thing at a time and that's one thing that I learned in ministry when it comes to big projects I mean you got to move from one project to another i mean you can't have like too many irons in the fire because your faith only works when you can truly aim it when you can truly focus it so when it comes to healing when it comes to well-being you gotta aim your faith amen and the woman spoke in faith went out and touched the hem of Jesus' his garment the bible says jesus felt virtue or dunamis or power or which is the healing anointing flow out from him and the woman felt it flow into her bible says the woman felt in her body that she was healed and jesus felt the power flow out so he stopped and said who touched my clothes because he felt the stream of the anointing flowing so the stream of the prayer of faith reaching out from the woman to place the demand on the anointing causes the stream of the anointing to flow so there's a two-way exchange or two-way flow the faith has to flow out of you Right out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows out the issues of life. So prayer has to flow out of you, but it has to be the prayer of faith. And then the anointing is going to flow out from the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus to touch you. So the stream of prayer releases the stream of the anointing. And so we have to stay in faith. We have to be speaking in faith. That's why there's such an attack. The The end time spirit of fear has been released, especially upon Christians, upon the church, to weaken people's faith so that they get into fear and they speak out of fear, they act out of fear instead of speaking out of faith and acting out of faith. So the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the word save is sozo, same word for being saved in Christ, you know, who serve you know, Whosoever shall confess Jesus as Lord, and you know, and believe in their heart that God raised Him from the dead, they shall be saved. Right, saved. So, so it doesn't just mean having your sins forgiven; it also means to be delivered, to be made whole, to to find, uh, to 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 have well-being and peace in your life. As I was, I've been uh, sharing with you about the God of peace sanctifying us wholly, spirit, soul, and body, that we may be found blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians five twenty-three. So. Again, salvation is for the whole being. The first thing that's saved when you're born again is your spirit. Then your soul continues to be saved as you renew your mind and you you, you take authority over the attacks of the enemy and you win the battlefield of the mind by resisting thoughts and resisting temptations and the emotions that come. And then, of course, our bodies will be saved finally at the rapture In the blink of an eye, we will be changed and we will receive our glorified, spiritual, supernatural, immortal, eternal bodies. Amen. But that hasn't happened yet. But we will receive our new bodies. And at that point, we're not going to need to believe God for healing or deliverance, any of those things, because death will have no power over us. Neither will sickness, disease, or anything demonic shall be able to influence and affect our bodies because we will no longer have mortal bodies that are under the curse but uh, that those that will return to the dust earthly bodies but we will have supernatural uh, bodies that obviously will be you know uh, we will not even need to have airplanes to fly we're going to be able to pass through walls travel and be translated I mean we're going to be able to go to third heaven come back to the first heaven to the earth I mean it's going to be awesome and that's how we're going to be able to actually go to the third heaven. The moment we receive our glorified bodies, we pass from first heaven. The Bible says we will meet the Lord in the clouds, which is the edge between the first heaven and the second heaven. First heaven is the atmosphere. Second heaven is the universe be- you know, and space uh, beyond uh, uh, the atmosphere. And then the third heaven is, is the heavenly realm, the glory of God where the throne of God is. And we'll be able to psh, travel in the blink of an eye from first heaven the third heaven in our glorified bodies because that's the only thing keeping us on this earth is our earthly bodies our earth suit these are just simply shells simply containers earthen vessels but we have of course this treasure this glory hallelujah christ in us the hope of glory so uh, we have to understand the stream of the uh prayer and then the which has to be obviously the stream of faith our faith has to be released through prayer so i'm not talking about religious prayer i'm not talking about repetitive Mambo jumbo prayer, I'm talking about praying in faith, I'm, I'm talking about praying in tongues, I'm talking about praying the word, speaking the word, speaking out in faith, hallelujah, that's how we receive, faith reaches out to receive the grace that's already made available, same way grace of salvation is available for all mankind, God so loved the world that he gave his one only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life, but obviously is everyone saved? No, and, and of course, we know that God is not willing that anyone should perish, but all should come to repentance. But obviously, people have to repent. People have to make that decision and reach out in faith to receive the grace that's made available. So faith is what we bring to the table. Grace is what God releases upon us. The prayer of faith, which is the stream of prayer, releases the stream of the anointing, hallelujah. And remember, faith gives action to power. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. That's interesting. So it's not just enough to have the Holy Ghost, there's also an anointing of power, which is the power for breakthrough, power for healing, power for deliverance, power to destroy yokes of bondage. Yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. So, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for those that are watching me here today. Whether they're in the church right now, whether they're watching on the online broadcast, whether they're watching right now simultaneously, or whether they're watching later on on an archive, of this video but Lord we thank you that there's no distance or time in the realm of the spirit you sent your word and healed them and right now in the mighty name of Jesus I send your healing word to those that are watching me I send the anointing upon them in the mighty name of Jesus the release of the stream of the anointing to flow out and as they grab a hold of the things of God thank you Lord the power of the Holy Ghost is coming upon them I feel the anointing fire of God coming upon you burn out every race of every foul symptom every disease every sickness agent every virus every bacteria everything in Jesus mighty name I send destruction upon sickness and disease I send destruction upon every work of the enemy I send destruction upon bondages every demonic thing that has been coming against you every demonic force spirits of infirmity spirits of fear the spirits of deception every foul spirit spirit of witchcraft every foul spirit that has been attacking your life spirit of addiction spirit of perversion in the mighty name of Jesus I break its power off of you right now I command those foul spirits to go from you in Jesus mighty name I break their power I decree and declare that you are free whom the son sets free is free indeed you are healed you're set free you're delivered in Jesus mighty name